Welcome, Mage. I'm Rhino. And I'm Papa Mage, and this is... The Extreme Casual... MTG Podcast. Podcast. Okay, on today's podcast, we are talking about downsizing your magic collection. Now, when I used to work in corporate business, they would they did say downsizing, but then this terminology came out to, to right-size things. It was still downsizing. <laughs> they were just saying, well, we're just going to put the right people in, in place. And yeah, that made you feel a little bit better. But really, it still was downsizing. So we're going to talk about downsizing an MTG collection. And we started out with a lot of cards. Well, we didn't start out with a lot of cards. We started out with a little bit of cards, built up a lot of cards, and then we downsized those. Now, what we're going to do is we're going to go over what the problem is. How do you build up all these cards? And what is the trap that you fall into? So... This story goes all the way back to when Rhino was seven, and he got his very first big product after he got a couple of packs, okay? Yeah. But uh, his very first big product was... I, um, Deck Builder's Toolkit. And it was such a great, great. product. Yeah. Yeah, it was okay. Uh, we realized very quickly that the Deck Builder's Toolkit wasn't right for him. Uh, it, it might be right for other people, uh, but it definitely was not right for him. So we, uh, we, we had started out building a few decks, playing against each other, uh, kind of fumbling around, learning. Yeah. And then Rhino started going to Friday Night Magic. Yeah. And, and people uh, were like, oh, come on. Seriously? They didn't want to play against him because he had such silly decks. They were, you know, they were just the cards that he could put together because he didn't have a lot of money. And, and I wasn't about to get a whole bunch of money involved in this. And, you know, you, you do have to realize that the reason why he was in the game was because it was a way for him to learn to read. And we didn't need to build super powerful decks for that. All we had to do was just ha have him play. Well, as he was going along, he decided that he wanted to learn how to play better. Yeah. We tried to find ways of him to play better. We couldn't find it, so we started the YouTube channel. Yeah. yeah. And when we did that, we had to set up a budget because we couldn't do a YouTube channel with no cards. We had to have cards coming in. Oh, yeah. So we had budgeted uh, one booster box and whatever Planeswalker decks uh, came out. Uh, I think that was pretty much it. We had a little bit of leftover money for, of course, going to Friday Night Magic and, oh, yeah. uh, and all that. But, you know, Rhino was still doing, he was doing. You were you were trading cards. Yeah, trading cards. And, and I mm, traded for like the mm, electrostatic pummeler. Yeah. Now uh, that was uh, when Kaladesh came out. But between uh, M15 and Kaladesh, he was just kind of struggling to to build decks. And they just weren't that good. They often came in close to last place. 
Uh, yeah, he 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 wasn't always in last place because there was a lot of people that dropped. <laughs> uh, but then he started learning what other people were playing. And when we were doing Kaladesh, that's when the channel, we were really analyzing all the cards and we were doing the pre-release cheat sheet. And Rhino had come up with a deck that he wanted to do. And so at the pre-release, he started trading for the cards that he needed. And mm -hmm. there was these cards that people just didn't want. And one of them was the electrostatic pummeler. Yes. And, and, you know, there was some that he had to kind of push to get certain cards. But then I think the following week was the big standard tournament. It was the, it was like a game day tournament or I don't know. It, it was the in-store championship thing. Yeah. And he had this. Uh, electrostatic pummeler deck. And in case you don't know what it, and does uh when it comes in you get three energy and you can pay three energy and you can double its power and so i'd be like okay i'm gonna swing with my one one be like oh yeah i can just take one okay okay buff 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 okay i have a 40 40 yeah. you die <laughs> Yeah. So, and he would be doing this like on turn four. He had he would have a way to to buff it up, and then he would double its power, double it again, and double it again. And you know, it was just he he was just he went through, and that tournament, I think he went five zero, and he he didn't lose a single game. Uh, I don't think he even sideboarded anything. You just played the same deck and just. Just roll, rolled over everyone. So now, with that win, he had to do it again. Yeah. Uh, and so after a while, the Pummeler deck, uh, other people started doing something similar, and they would they would find a way to to defeat his deck. But when our devastation came out, he knew what decks people were going to go against or what they were trying to build, and he had i had a planeswalker deck so just <laughs> a standard basic planeswalker deck this one was the nickel bolus planeswalker deck mm -hmm. and then we of course upgraded it a little bit because that's what we were doing on the channel at the time and rhino would go in with this silly little planeswalker deck anyone and we posted the this deck list uh, on the channel, and other people were copying the deck, and they were winning their tournaments as well because it was just like completely outside the meta. And you know, people were building a certain type of deck, and this just kind of wrecked all those decks. Oh yeah. So Rhino started getting this reputation of doing these oddball decks that just somehow blew everybody out of the water. Uh, and then oh, they would yeah. figure it out and then they would come mm -hmm. back with something else. And, and then he would have to like reinvent it again. And really this was the, the struggle. And this was the problem of our card collection going up and up and up and up because we had to keep coming up with these bizarre decks. And then Standard rotation would come in, 
And all of a sudden you couldn't use a bunch of these cards. You had to buy a bunch of more cards. And mm. then people would, would watch what he was doing. And yeah, so we built up a lot of cards. Um, yeah, Amonkhet, we had gotten a whole bunch of cards and there, there was just, yeah, we got to this point, um, where we realized that what the real problem was and the real problem was standard. Yes. Yeah, standard. Uh, so Rhino started doing some modern, not that great. Uh, no. we, we, we built some popper decks, which were really fun. Oh yeah. Um, and yeah, we were kind of waning on playing standard and then people started playing, uh, commander. And yeah. this is when he just kind of lit up as a, as a brewer. Because with, with Commander, you could use all these old cards that you had. And so all those old cards uh, had value again. And you could just build these bizarre decks. And it didn't really matter if the deck was really, really expensive or if it was really cheap. It, just as long as it had a really good synergy, all of a sudden, it was fun to play. And... That's when we got out of the competitive level of playing and went into more of the fun level of playing. But there's still the trap there. The trap being, well, this card may be useful in a deck. I don't want to get rid of it. And that's that was the problem. You know, yeah. getting not not being able to get rid of cards. But we still went ahead and we started downsizing. And what we would do is we would sort all these cards. We would organize them. We would put them in boxes by set. And if they didn't fit in the box, we would go through and say, okay, well, we don't need eight copies of this common, uh, especially a vanilla card. Uh, yeah. 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 Shock is a great card, but then eventually it's like, well, we've got shock in multiple sets. Yeah. We don't need those, all of those. So we started getting rid of some of these cards. And what, what we did is we would give them to new players that yeah. came into the store. Uh, and we would often have a, a pile of cards there that, hey, you know, you're getting started here. Here's some cards to get you started. Yeah. They're, just, they're not worth anything. They're just commons. But, hey, you can get your decks going and uh, you know, maybe get the few cards that you need. And... Um, that was the, that was a really great feeling. Yeah. But then we got this whole idea of traveling in an RV. And there's no way that we were going to put a bunch of cards into storage. Yeah, 100,000. Yeah. Uh, and we had well over 100,000 cards at one point in time. We now have a tenth of that. And... What we do now, of course, is we are building decks. Uh, we teach new players and we, we're building commander decks to give to new players uh, that are starting out. And we've got this project that Rhino's doing where he wants to launch 100, 100 commander decks, 100 commander players. So each one is going to get one commander deck and, you know, once they get in and they start playing it and they, they, they just really enjoy it. 
Commander is definitely uh, our favorite format. And so we've taken a bunch of our excess cards and those are filtering into these decks and they get filtered into uh, the cards that we use to teach new players. And you know, we get the help of Magic Kids uh, to uh, give us uh, some extra cards. And we've got other people that have been sending us some stuff. So that helps us build these things. Um, and, but for our personal decks, what we do is we just kind of order just the cards that we need. We don't yeah. buy booster boxes anymore. We don't buy packs. We, uh, every now and then we might get some packs from somebody or, you know, we might win something. Um, but that's the only way that we, we get packs. We don't buy packs anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, we'll still do a pre-release every now and then. So we'll get the packs from those, but, but those cards are for the, mm, the new players. Yeah. Now, now we still buy like the, the commander pre-cons and we'll upgrade those. Um, and then of course the name of the game is to get into the mindset of just buying the individual cards that you need and finding a way of um getting out of this trap of you know this card might be useful in the future uh or it might go up in value in the future you know there have been a number of times a new set comes out and then all of a sudden the card goes from you know 10 cent up to five dollars and he's like oh i had you know three copies of that well yeah you did but you know it's it's not you've got to let go and realize that it's really not that important, uh, that the, the trading and getting the, the cards in the, to the point of what you really need is the most important thing. What do you need? Yeah. Not what do you want? <laughs> I know a lot of people want a bunch of these cards and, I want to block and Lotus. yeah. And, you know, yeah, it it is a big trap. So uh, if if you're in this situation where you want to downsize uh, your collection, you can do what we did. And of course, the first thing to do is to go through the first initial pass of commons and you know sort by the set. And if you've got more than four of one of the commons that you probably don't need more than four. Um, and you know, I could say that this is a three step process, but it's more like a 57 step process. It's a lot of steps and it's, it's a lot of sorting, organizing, realizing that you don't need a bunch of vanilla creatures, uh, that you don't need, you know, you know, 15 shocks, uh, (laughs) unless you're building decks for other people. Um, yeah, you don't need those and finding a way of getting those to somebody that can use it. Um, there's, uh, of course, Magic Kids accepts cards and uh, they will sort through them and they will ship those out to uh, schools and uh, that have magic uh, clubs. And so the new kids will be able to sort and get the cards and build decks and have a lot of fun. Um, 
And uh, so that's kind of the, the place we would want to push towards because we went through and we ended up selling a bunch of those cards. So, you know, we would take in piles of these cards and piles of commons and they would go, well, okay, here's, here's a thousand, here's two bucks. And it's like, okay, that was, that, that just didn't feel right. Yeah. But when you give the cards to a new player and you see the excitement and the joy that is by far and away worth so much more than that $2 that you would have gotten from, oh, yeah. from uh, a game store. So what we'd like to do is we'd like to ask you, how can we undo better? I... Well, how do you, how do you intend to downsize? Uh, you know, how could we do better with our downsizing? I mean, I think we, we've got a pretty cool way of doing it because we're giving cards away. Uh, but if you're in this mode of wanting to, uh, get your collection down to something a lot more manageable. Uh, tell us in the comments, uh, how are you, how do you intend to do that? Uh, and uh, that way we can, we can see if there's a better way for us. So uh, in uh, future podcast, we're probably going to mm -hmm. be talking more about some of these people that we give the cards to and some of those stories. And, you know, we've got some incredible stories of people that, uh, had a hard time reading or a hard time doing math, uh, a hard time just, you know, talking to other people, uh, playing a game and how this game has really opened them up. So, uh, we've got more, uh, videos coming out soon. So until then, me, Rhino and me, Papa Mage. <laughs> Are shuffled, shuffled back, back into the, the library. library.